Welcome to Wellness 360, 360. with Africa's most relatable nutrition and wellness coach, the Calorie Queen, Oduayo Abdullahi. Here, we equip you with realistic nutrition and wellness info, specially tailored for Nigerians. This is very important. Tune in every Friday evening at 8 p.m. on 92.3 Inspiration FM Lagos. And remember to follow us on all social media platforms at Optimum Foodie. Hi there. Thank you so much for always listening to the Wellness 360 podcast on Apple and Spotify. Please ensure you leave a five-star review if you find the show interesting and if any of our episodes have been helpful to you. And don't forget, ensure you follow us on all our social media platforms at Optimum Foodie for more nutrition, fitness, and wellness info. I share a lot of juicy stuff over there as well. I'm very excited about today's episode because this is a question I get from so many women out there. I remain your host, the Calorie Queen Odomaya Abdullah, and today we are answering the question, is your weight stopping you from getting pregnant? I have so many clients that come to me and whenever we start the conversation, I'm trying to understand their goals. I'm trying to understand what is motivating them to lose weight. And a lot of times I hear, oh, I'm currently trying to conceive. My doctor said I I should probably lose some weight, that it'll help. And I'm like, oh, okay. All right. And I'm not alone to handle today's topic. No, 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 no. I have the amazing Dr. Akinyemi Olale. He is a consultant obstetrician and gynecologist and the executive chairman and medical director at Sameda Clinic. Now, Sameda Clinic is a women-centered gynecological and endoscopy center. He is well-published, all right, in numerous international journals and has attended multiple clinical non-clinical training no seminar conference so across the globe this man just trusting everywhere <laughs> in the fields of ivf advanced gynecological endoscopy advanced life support group you guys know when i bring guests i come correct and today i have come even more correct dr olale how are you doing today i'm so happy to have you here with us i'm so happy to be here too and it's so nice to 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 actually on this program with Dr. Ayo. Thank you so much for inviting me. I, it was, it's my honor, believe me, it is my honor. Guys, to tell you how busy this man is, see, yeah, this episode, <laughs> it was supposed to happen a month ago. <laughs> but like I said, this one has been strutting the globe. So we have more than honored to finally have him here during this episode. So Dr. Lale, you know, I was already asked this question, like why obstetrics, why gynecology for you? What 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 made what helped you make that decision? Well, thank you very much, Otaya. It's a uh, it's a decision that um, was was very interesting decision, really. Um, when I became a doctor, I remember a colleague of mine, a senior colleague, telling me that it's so hard to become a gynecologist that you need to have so many sleepless nights because wow. it's all about women and that uh, you know women's problems don't ever uh-huh. end. So <laughs> that if you need to be a gynecologist, it's so challenging that why don't you just look for something simple like public health uh-huh. or just go into the operative medicine. So I looked at it and I, I'm actually someone who loves challenges. So I said oh, wow. I'm going to pick up the challenges. And I t- I'll tell you that I never had any regret coming into obstetrics and gynecology. Nice. It's been an opportunity to, to, to actually save lives, to mm-hmm. give the best not just to the woman, because the woman is actually the gateway into the family as well. Yeah. Because yes. what we do, the work we do as gynecologists and obstetricians, 
affects not just the woman but also yeah. the children and even the husband and so it's it's been wonderful so i took up the challenge and it's been a beautiful challenge since i became a gynecologist Amazing. and i'm so glad to have become one thank you was thank picking you up so a challenge. for sharing that so the question and why we're here firstly does yes. women's weight actually affect their ability to conceive and if it does why yeah, thank you so much. That question is a question that um, has actually been answered over the years. Even outside medicine, the question has been answered. Um, the weight of the woman has direct implications on her ability to actually reproduce and ability to not just to get pregnant, but even to carry the pregnancy till term. Uh, okay. There's an accepted weight range that is okay. uh, has been circulated so when we're talking about weights it's not just being overweight that, is, that can be a challenge or even being underweight, underweight can be a challenge well. mm-hmm. yes the normal body mass index that we 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 have learned over time uh, as proposed by who is between uh 19 you know and about 24.9 Nine, okay? yes. mm-hmm. so that assessment has worked over the years in us as clinicians being able to know whether there are challenges with our clients or not. Okay. When the weight is too small, then the reserves the woman needs to meet up with production of hormones in her body, to meet up with ability to feed the baby, you know, actually has direct implication on ability to get pregnant okay. and ability to carry pregnancy to, carry to, term. to term. Yes, then being overweight, also has its own challenges as well because you know people talk about obesity obesity alone under nutrition and malnutrition and low body mass index also has its own yes you know but unfortunately obesity is the topical issue it's actually the next epidemic yep you know unfortunately yes obesity is the next epidemic it has negative impact on spontaneous ability to get pregnant negative impact by increasing the uh, possibility of miscarrying when the woman gets pregnant, pregnant. and even the wow. pregnancy complications hypertension diabetes are common in people who are obese, obese and of course period. when yes when the woman is obese congenital problems once there's diabetes the tendency of congenital problems to the baby comes in if there's hypertension the possibility of the placenta not having enough to feed the baby comes in baby may come in small the woman herself can have something we call pre-eclampsia yeah which will be hypertension like that okay yeah but your your question was about ability to get pregnant itself yes now for the woman who is obese there are multitude of problems that can make her unable to get pregnant okay okay now i'm going to start from on top we have something we call polycystic ovarian syndrome which is underdiagnosed yes. nowadays so when there's pcos we usually diagnose pcos when we see the ultrasound scan and we see that the ovaries are polycystic yeah which also uh comes in you know there's we use the term prostate 11 syndrome which just means a combination of some problems that we see in the woman ultrasound scan finding of uh, something we call a string of pearls okay. we see this small small cyst all around, around arranged like a pearl around yeah, the ovaries like then the woman has menstrual abnormalities yes. as well you understand the woman has anovulation there can be acne there can be male type of facial hair in in these women because they have a higher level of a hormone we call androgens right okay and they have 
And they also have insulin challenges. That's why people with PCOS will have easily have easily diabetes have as diabetes, well. Yes. Yes. And then, of course, endometrium will be hyperplastic because they don't ovulate regularly. So the endometrium grows a lot, a lot. before it is shared. Before it's shared so they, yeah. they, they actually, yeah. So, so with all these things, they don't ovulate regularly. It's a major reason why, why they, they don't, they are not pregnant. Get pregnant. Okay, Dr. Olavia, I want to go back yes. a bit to, to I'll just quickly explain um, a few things because you shared a lot. But uh, firstly, yeah, one of the things say. that you mentioned was the fact that weight obviously can affect a woman's ability to spon- um, for spontaneous pregnancy. I just wanted to quickly explain that for some of our audience. So spontaneous pregnancy just means that when you get pregnant, get pregnant without really trying, right, uh, doc- uh, Dr. Olavia? So yes, it's not really it, it's spontaneous pregnancy means... You get pregnant without having to use medication. Any medication or anything. Yeah. So you're not really yes, making any without extreme anything. Yes. efforts. You, you, you just you do get the married. normal. You have sex and yes, boom, meet your you're husband. pregnant. Okay. Exactly. So that's what that means. Yeah. Um, and then there was another thing that you mentioned as well for women who are obese. Let's say you even eventually get pregnant, like you even pass that first stage. But now you're carrying this baby and some of the issues that could actually arise. And one of the ones that you, you, you mentioned was congenital problems with the baby. And um, so first for the sake of our audience, basically what that means, congenital problems is problems that basically start from inside the womb of the woman, right? So the problem is yeah, maybe information or some issues, but it happened exactly. while the baby was they... forming and growing right. inside the mother's belly okay so being overweight or being obese could also contribute to that so it's not just from the beginning even after you get pregnant the problems can you know still continue to compile all right dr lelius i know you still have so much to share with us today but we're going to go on a very very short break and then we're going to come back and continue this conversation i'm learning so 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 much much. guys don't go anywhere well this 360 will be right back Are you currently overweight and struggling to lose weight? Or managing lifestyle-related conditions like hypertension and diabetes? The Calorie Queen can help you get results that last while still enjoying your everyday Nigerian food. Oh, she's very good. Yes, it's possible. No more expensive, boring diets. It's finally time to do something you can sustain. To get started, call or WhatsApp 0808 047-1993 or visit www.optimumfoodie.com That's www.optimumfoodie.com Let's help you finally get fit, Niger style. Welcome back to Wellness 360. It has been an amazing episode so far because we're talking about your weight versus your ability to get pregnant or even your ability to actually carry your baby to term not just carry your baby to term but carry a healthy baby to term so there are different levels to this thing and with me in the studio today is dr olale who is a consultant gynecologist and obstetrician (laughs) so so far we've established obviously that yes your weight definitely most definitely affects your ability to get pregnant and one of the major reasons that the earlier shared was your because your weight could affect your ability to ovulate now ovulation just means that your body is you know how normally we get pregnant now egg has to come first with then joins with your sperm and then the ovulation process is where your body releases that egg but if your body is not releasing egg then you know it's almost impossible to get pregnant and your weight affects that process 
so that is um, like uh, you said that's the beginning the top of the chain problem so now let's move on to some of the other ways that um, the weight could be causing a problem yes thank you very much um, back to what we we're saying just before we went on the break yes for example, if a patient comes and we make a diagnosis of polycystic ovaries, the first thing we actually advise is to lose weight. And we discover that when the, these women lose up to 20-25% of their weight, quite a number, almost 15-20% to 20%, will go into spontaneous ovulation. Oh, wow. Meaning losing weight alone makes the ovaries to start to work. Because the ovaries, the way the ovary works is that when the ovary sees that this woman has a lot of weight, mm-hmm. That means that there's a lot of facts, perhaps. Yep. And with a lot of facts, there's a theory called leptin theory in which the ovary feels that, oh, I don't need to produce any more over eggs for this woman because the whole process of production of eggs, ovulation is also tied around body fat composition. Wow. Because the way God made the body is that the fat that is stored is supposed to feed the baby in case there's a starvation period, period. where the woman yes. cannot get food to eat. Mm. So, but when this fat is too much, then the body feels this woman is not really in the state to get pregnant. So the ovary wow. shuts down. So losing the weight sometimes helps to reverse that process. That process. But I know it's starting it. Mm. Right. Thank you. But even putting the PCOS, which is polycystic ovary Very syndrome, yes. on one side. We talk of basic things. People who are obese have a higher tendency for hypertension, diabetes, and the like. Syndrome X, increased androgens, because fat cells produce androgens. Androgens are the male type of hormones, Hormones. which actually do not work well towards fertility and Mm -hmm. pregnancy. So when somebody is hypertensive, the increased blood flow around the womb alone may reduce the ability of the uh, uh, fertilized fetus to also implant because fetus implants in a low pressure system Uh, so when you don't have a low pressure system the blood pressure is very high uh there are are medications going on these challenges could be there even with diabetes as well the same thing okay? okay so obese people have those tendencies but let's even come down to a a much simpler one. I'm, you know, I started totally aside from the top. Yes. PCOS is like on top. Then the middle talking about metabolic disorders, yes, saturation, yes. and diabetes. Then even people who are severely obese have challenges even having adequate sexual exposure to their partners. You yes. know, because the basics of reproduction starts with the man and yes. the woman being able to have adequate sexual intercourse. Yes. But when this sexual intercourse is not appropriate, challenges positioning, challenges of the weight coming, and before you know, people just flow apart. So we start having stories of inadequate sexual exposure. Sexual, yes. Because when we define infertility, we talk about inability to get pregnant following a year of adequate sexual, sexual exposure. exposure. So if the sexual exposure is not adequate, adequate then, then that's not, where the yes, problem has started. Reducing your you know? Exactly. So we expect at least three times a week, well spaced out, to be able to catch a woman when she's ovulating. ovulating. So, so if the woman is not ovulating, she's not getting adequate sexual exposure. It's a wow, challenge. Then I must keep in at this time for those of us who also are in the field of fertility care. When we have people who are obese coming for fertility treatment, the first thing we start is talking about losing the weight. Because there's a higher tendency for failure of fertility treatment if there's a lot of weight. Hmm. Ability to get 
uh, stimulated, we need to use a high dose of medication to stimulate to get the, the eggs released right. in the first place. So wow. we don't get adequate eggs. Even when we get eggs, they are disordered eggs. The oh, eggs wow. don't have adequate, uh, um, you know, so value. If, if I'm understanding so, you, so even if somebody yes. has even got to the point where you say, oh yeah, let's do IVF, they should still lose some weight. They have to lose some weight. They oh, have wow. to lose some weight. Not only for the woman to get pregnant, also we think about when she eventually gets pregnant, pregnant. we don't want her to miscarry and lose mm-hmm. the pregnancy or have those complications. You're totally right. What if a woman, you know, so she has, maybe she managed somehow to spontaneously get pregnant, right? But the truth is yeah. that weight is not healthy for that baby. But she's already pregnant. That's happened. How can she? Is it possible for her to actually still lose some weight even though she's already carrying a child? Right, Andrea. Thank you for that question. It's a question that I get to be asked quite a number of times in my clinic. Now, the goal of treatment for such people is for them to eat right during mm-hmm. that pregnancy. Okay. Of course, mild, comfortable exercises are also allowed in pregnancy but yes. maybe not cardio for yeah. example the swimming there can be walking mm-hmm. that can be there can be yoga in yes. pregnancy if it's not contraindicated mm-hmm. but also if a woman changes her diet from carbohydrates uh, predominant carbohydrate diet tones down to doing a lot more fruits and vegetables you know mm-hmm. all of those things in a poor diet because it's not because a woman is obese it's not a reason for her to be fasting in pregnancy yes because fasting definitely constraints right so but when she eats right number one she's not going to gain more weight yes okay exactly number two the body would have to go and burn some of the fats to produce the glucose extra yes. glucose that may be necessary yes okay so it's, it may, she may not necessarily lose weight but she'll be healthy and she will not accumulate more weight yes. when a pregnant woman is accumulating weight we want to be sure she's not having preeclampsia hypertension yes. in the pregnancy and it like and the likes because we also want to be sure her kidneys are working More, well mm-hmm. which are things that can be problems in pregnancy for people who well, are can you obese. please explain preeclampsia for, for our audience a bit Yes, preeclampsia is 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 a is, is termed a hypertensive disorder of pregnancy in which the woman develops hypertension and protein in her urine, uh, especially after the twentieth week of pregnancy. pregnancy. Most people who develop that before the twentieth week is likely that that problem has been there before. before. But for new onset preeclampsia is after. But even somebody who has had hypertension before pregnancy can still develop preeclampsia when protein starts. Okay. And when proteinuria, which is protein coming out of the, the, the kidneys, mm-hmm. when they start, it's a it's a it's a it's a sign, it's a symptom and a sign that there's a challenge at the placenta interface. The bottom line is that when we have preeclampsia, we want to prevent that woman from having convulsions, we want to okay. prevent her blood pressure from becoming becoming severe. I want to make sure that her life and the life of her baby, baby. are well preserved at the end of the day, okay. right? Yeah. So we have different steps by which we try to, if a woman, for example, comes in and she's that obese or she's got hypertension earlier in pregnancy, we likely put her on low dose aspirin to prevent preeclampsia. Okay. Because once preeclampsia starts, with the ultimate treatment for preeclampsia is to deliver the that baby, baby without removing the center. 
Wow. Yes, you are removing the placenta. That problem is likely not to be resolved, no matter the amount of medication, medication you use. That you use. So, yes, so, so preeclampsia is one thing we want to watch out for in people who are obese and who might be hypertensive and diabetic and in diabetic. pregnancy. I really wanted us to. I wanted you to explain it because I also wanted our audience to really understand and appreciate the gravity of some of these conditions that we're talking about is major when it can happen and there's nothing more scary because it's also and the fact that the point is that it's preventable you know if you begin to do things right you start eating right you start you know moving more so you can lose some of those weights so that when you eventually get pregnant you avoid all of this right guys it is preventable so let's stop getting ourselves in positions where we're trying to fix you know something at the dire minute and now your life is at risk your baby's life is at risk god forbid you probably even have kids other kids already okay you're a mother already with with children that need you so we just need to please take these things a bit more more seriously <laughs> in general um, uh, Dr. yes if i could just chip in there yes, there's something called preconceptional clinic you know in preconceptional clinic, it's a clinic that people attend before they get pregnant. Oh. You know, so even if you are not infertile, but before you get pregnant, if you go to the clinic, if the weight is a lot, they will teach you on how to reduce the weight before you get pregnant. Okay. If there's hypertension or diabetes, we teach you, we treat those things and control them before yeah, the woman before gets pregnant. Pregnancy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So all the things are addressed before pregnancy so the woman enters pregnancy in a state of adequate health which helps to ensure adequate a and optimal pregnancy, that, healthy yes, mother, pregnancy healthy outcome and, and healthy mother and healthy baby as well yes no, so so it's something to consider for to all our listeners are you currently overweight and struggling to lose weight or managing lifestyle related conditions like hypertension and diabetes The Calorie Queen can help you get results that last while still enjoying your everyday Nigerian food. Oh, she's very good. Yes, it's possible. No more expensive, boring diets. It's finally time to do something you can sustain. To get started, call or WhatsApp 0808-047-1993 or visit www.optimumfoodie.com That's www.optimumfoodie.com Let's help you finally get fit Niger style. Hello, hello people. Oh, today's episode has been so good. We have been talking about, um, you know, your weight and how it might affect you getting pregnant versus having your baby. Ah, Thank you so much, Dr. Lalege. This has been so enlightening. I have a notepad here that is full. Okay, so for the <laughs> for the benefit of those of us that might have joined a little late, I'm a bit to you people. Okay, I do a quick summary. Even for those of us that have been here, he said so much. So let me just do a very, very short recap. Now, I've said this conversation because we're, first of all, with the question whether or not you know being overweight or even underweight affect your ability to carry pregnancy and i'm very um happy that you also even mentioned the risks of also being underweight and how that can affect even you getting pregnant and being able to carry your baby so it's not just obesity that is a problem now but if you are overweight there are so many ways that that can actually affect your ability to get pregnant um one of the ones they first mentioned was the fact that you might not be able to ovulate in the first place and then if you do um you might also develop something called polycystic ovarian syndrome 
okay which can then you know affect your ability to actually ovulate if you're not releasing eggs there's no way your egg can become fertile right if you are hypertensive which obesity can cause right so if you're obese and then that then causes you to develop hypertension that hypertension in itself can also make it an issue even if your egg gets fertilized you might not be able to you know implant itself or it could glue itself to your womb for it to actually even start growing then there's now the metabolic disorders right if your blood sugar um is not well controlled that in itself can also affect your ability to get pregnant um then there's even the fun the most fundamental and the most basic one and i'm so happy that you mentioned this is the fact that if if you're extremely obese the fact and truth is that you might not be having sexual intercourse frequently enough for you to even get pregnant right because that's where the old thing even starts from right you cannot be wanting to get pregnant if you're not having sex as many times as you need to and dr Le actually even gave us a number that ideally you should be doing that at least three times a week well spaced so if you're already in that you and your spouse you have discussed you know we're ready to have a baby or another baby then ideally you should be having sex at least three times a week space it out properly um to give you a better chance of possibly getting pregnant and then obviously we also discussed um the risks of um possibly maybe losing weight while you're pregnant i've actually done an episode on this before as well it is possible you know to maintain a healthy weight during that period but obviously it's not a period it's not time for anything drastic eh? it's not the time my people to be doing intermittent uh, fasting be doing one meal right. a day be um jumping and doing any extreme diets yeah some people just call egg diets but we're diets people should be your focus should be giving your body all the nutrients it needs right that you're balancing your diet move more they are pregnant doesn't mean you should be a couch potato except if maybe your doctor has put you on bed rest i'll be doctor there you can walk yes. you can move around you can you know some you of us walk, you can like, swim you can uh-huh. do yoga so who say i'm pregnant i cannot come and kill myself please don't do that it's not healthy for you it's not healthy for your baby move around so except your doctor has completely said don't do anything uh-huh. for exactly. if there's some other reason attached to it maybe there's something with your pregnancy and there's something that's specific to you and your own condition but if not all things being equal please my people get active okay so very very quickly so that there was something that you said before we went on your break i talked about you know preconcept the preconceptual clinic i think that part is very very important and when you said it the way my mind first went to was premarriage counseling <laughs> because yes. you know how now they do counseling for people get married so yes this is like a version of it but for pregnancy so please tell us more about this clinic is that something that you offer at your clinic um and then where is your clinic as well yeah thank you very much Adria. it's been uh such a great opportunity for me to pass across this information and most importantly, thank you for helping me to break down the little, little breakdown. <laughs> no problem. By discussion. <laughs> so at Samida Clinics, we offer preconceptional clinic. And awesome. preconceptional clinic means a clinic you attend before you get pregnant. So at that clinic, if we have couple who come in. We check not just the woman, but both of them yeah. in order to see the challenges they could have to have successful pregnancy. pregnancy. So if the, for the woman, there of course, there are more things to check for the woman, okay? We want to check uh, about her general well-being. What's her BMI to start with? What's her mm-hmm. weight? What's her height? And what's the BMI? Is her BMI within the normal? 
if it's below uh, 18, then we, 18 and below, then we want to know why. What can we do to improve the PMI? Yeah. Okay. If it's above uh, 25, 25 and above, then mm-hmm. we start looking because between 25 and 29.9, we're talking of somebody who is overweight. Yes. All right. But by the time you are getting to 30 and above, yes. you're talking about obesity. One obesity. Mm-hmm. Then after that, under five class two obesity. Yes. Then anybody above uh, forty, we're talking of morbid, morbid obesity, obesity as well. That. Yes. So we look at that. Of course, we check the blood pressure. We're also looking for features and signs of hypertension, yeah. diabetes as well. Of course, we want to do an ultrasound scan. We check the womb. Are there yeah. fibroids in there? We also mm-hmm. want to advise if there are fibroids. Uh, if they are the type that can affect ability to get pregnant or complicate pregnancy, then we we'll talk about it. Still that there could be features of endometriosis and all that. We also talk about it and then we look for ways to at least ensure that there's a smooth line towards being able to get, to pregnant, get pregnant. All right? For such people. Yeah, whatever. We, we also use the opportunity to also do a breast examination, which is free here for okay. everyone that comes awesome. to this place. Women who come to the clinic are preparing to get pregnant. And when a woman gets pregnant, when she has baby, she likely want to breastfeed. So we want to be sure that the nipples are everted, meaning they are out. Yes. Some people, their nipples are inside, inside and yes. there are steps we can take to, to bring out the nipples that are retracted. You know, there are some various treatment options to do that because the baby will not be able to, to latch on if the nipples mm-hmm. are inside. You're right. Yes. So we do that. Then for those who have never had a pap smear, we also use the opportunity to take a pap smear to yes. do uh, uh, to screen for, for abnormalities of the cervix Service. in order to reduce the risk of uh, having cervical cancer, cancer later yep. so so we do that general uh, 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 fertility assessment, assessment at that time then if they come with their husband we also uh, check the man's uh, uh, sperm counting yes. we could do we also examine the testes as well to make sure they are not uh, some people have uh, undescended testes until yes. they grow they don't even know that the testes are not, really, not really there yeah they don't realize yes. it's not normal Yes, then we also check for obesity in the man as well because obesity in the man can also affect, can also affect his sperm production to a certain extent. Yes, mm-hmm. so so we look at that and then we give necessary advice. Where there's need for medication, we also offer uh, medications as, as well. well in order to make sure that both man and the woman oh, are in an optimal, in great optimized state of health yep. in preparation. So at some other clinics here in Lekki Phase 1, we are 3A, you're laughing. Uh, okay. Of uh, which is just off Admiralty Way. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we, we, What's yes, the website we, so we, they can just go there, yes. click on it, and add oh, more? Yeah, our website is www.samidaclinics.com. Okay. Clinics with an S. S. So, yes. guys, Samida yes, is S A M E D A. Okay, that's S A M E D A. So, that's www.samidaclinics with an S. Dot com. So guys, just head over there yes. if you're currently considering getting pregnant or you have been trying. Okay, they can help you walk through it. This is my first time of actually hearing of the preconceptual clinic. I've never heard of it before, and I think it's fantastic. Um, it's, it's something been, I definitely look forward years, to um, doing personally um, when I am ready. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, thank yeah. you so much, Doctor Olale. Um, please share a phone number for people that might want to just call as well um to get you know through to the clinic yes uh, to reach us uh, you could just call directly 0814-800-4056 yeah 0814-800-4056 
So with that number, you 24-7, we're available on 24/7, WhatsApp. 24-7, that is amazing. Yes, 24-7, we're available to answer your questions and clear your doubts and answer the queries. And meanwhile, I would like to say this, that coming to Samina Clinic, you can come and make inquiries. It's not going to cost you a dime. Only your transport to get there. Whether petrol, money or something, <laughs> to come to Samina Clinic. We will awesome. give you all the information you need to know without you paying for consultation until when you make up your mind that you really want to engage with us before we start talking about okay. payment for anything. All right. And like I said earlier, breast assessment Are is free. free in that is really clinics. great to check for breast lumps, breast lesions, and make suggestions on what treatment line, line may be yeah, there. And we also, teach, we also teach our women, as well as their husbands, on how to do self-breast examinations at home, which ideally should be done, should be done at yes, least once a month. By everyone. The, yep. Yes, it should be done at Ladies, least once a month. Ladies, listen up. <laughs> We all should be. Yes. We definitely should be. Yeah, yeah, it would be nice if the husbands learn too, right? Okay, yes, this has been amazing. Dr. Ale, yes. I'm very sure that we'll be having you again. Um, I'm hoping that you also you oblige us a second time later in the future. I'll be delighted to, to, I'll do be delighted this. to do that. Thank you so, so, right. so, so much. So, guys, um, this episode will definitely be available on our podcast. So, Apple Podcast, um, as well as Spotify. So, you can go there and listen to the episode again. Like I said, hey, today was a, was a mini masterclass. So... I, I know you might not have been able to write everything down. <laughs> so if you need to listen again, you can head over to the podcast. And maybe you came really late. Alright, you can definitely catch it there. And of course, don't forget to also follow me for more nutritional wellness just on all my socials at Optimum Foodie. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you guys same time, same place. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to Wellness 360 with Africa's most relatable nutrition and wellness coach, the Calorie Queen, Oduayo Abdullahi. Tune in every Friday evening at 8 p.m. on 92.3 Inspiration FM Lagos. And remember to follow us on all social media platforms at Optimum Foodie. We encourage you to send your questions to info at OptimumFoodie.com. For sponsorship, inquiries, and partnerships, please send an email to info at optimumfoodie.com This show is brought to you by Optimum Foodie in partnership with O&T Media.